Let's continue with what began last week on times of refreshing. You've already had a wonderful time in this house. I enjoyed the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, team, for helping us. But we've already had a wonderful time. But let's go to Acts chapter 3, verse 19. From verse 19, the Amplified Version says, So repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking. Your inner self, your old way of thinking. Remember what they used to tell us in uh, some teachers. If you had a teacher like that, they talk of uh, stinking thinking. And a teacher ever told you that? Teachers used to, I don't know where they used to get those words from. Your stinking thinking. But your old way of thinking, uh, regret past sins and return to God, seek his purpose for your life, so that your sins may be wiped away, blotted out, completely erased. And then from that, after that has happened, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, restoring you like a cool wind on a hot day. Wow. God wants you restored like a cool wind on a hot day. Just, just wonderful. God wants you refreshed. And, and the, the, the Passion Translation, verse 19 says, and now you must repent and turn back to God so that your sins will be removed and so that times of refreshing will stream from the Lord's presence. Now, outside the Lord's presence, you cannot receive times of refreshing. Are you seeing that? But then it begins with repenting, which is actually changing the way we think. That is big. Even in this season, remember we began, even like uh, Pastor Carla shared before, the other Sunday, but that last Sunday I was talking about Rosh Hashanah, begin the Feast of Trumpets, and then 10 days of that, they call them days of awe, which is days of repentance. And this evening, the beginning of Yom Kippur, which is day of atonement. When the high priest in the old covenant will enter into the Holy of Holies once in a year for the sins of the nation. That's what I wanted us to pray for the nation. And most likely we're going to, I'll see, I'll read some scriptures so that I can give to you. Not only in those 10 days of, of awe or 10 days of repentance, you'll check out your life. Repentance. Repentance is a good word. Through repentance, we're able to enter into purposes and plans of God for our lives. What about our nation? Same. When you start seeing the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, as you are seeing at this time, then there is more. And God wants to really to change our nation. And I'm going to speak to you about some things regarding that uh, concerning our nation. But times of refreshing will stream from the Lord's presence. If you really want to be truly refreshed, you have to know how to enter into God's presence. And you can't enter into God's presence without a true heart of repentance. A way to change the way you think let me make some uh, statement here. There's a deeper work of the Lord in our hearts that happen when we truly repent. 
There's a deeper work of the Lord in our hearts uh, happen when you, we truly repent. It is a complete shift of attitude towards our daily walk into deeper commitments of, the, of walking with the Lord. Let me say it again. This actually is a complete shift from the way I have lived and I start making now new commitments to the Lord in my walk with the Lord. Remember, if I keep doing what I've been doing and I'm expecting different results, I'll be lying to myself. But I start making now deeper commitments. I want to know him. I want to experience him more. I want to walk in levels that I've never walked in before because they're available, church. There's so much that is available in the realm of the spirit or because of what God has done through his son, Jesus Christ. What will this take? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. The New King James Version says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the masters of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. You start doing that. Church, you can go to that scripture. Just stay there in verse 1. And you can say this, Lord, by your masses, I present my body a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable to you, which is my reasonable service. You start offering your body to the Lord. The Bible says, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? You've been the temple of the Holy Spirit. You make sure that you are offering that body to the Lord that it may be well, well pleasing. I mean, it may be holy, acceptable to God, which is what? My reasonable service on a daily basis. I told you, oh, let, me, let me put it this way. When you are refreshed, you can easily do that. When you are refreshed, you can easily say, Lord, whatever it takes, I'm ready to serve you. Lord, if you tell me to wake up tomorrow at 2 a.m., I'll wake up. Now, that's a refreshed person. The other one is, don't even try. <laughs> don't even knock my door. <laughs> but look at verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want you to see something there. So this means then, if I'm not renewing my mind, I will not prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Unrenewed mind is, if there's an English word like this, unrenewed mind is a limiter of us walking in God's will. Unrenewed mind limits us from walking in God's will. That's why he says this, repent, ch repent, change your thinking. Because as we change our thinking, then we open, our, we open a wide door for deeper work in our lives and to walk with levels and levels that we've never walked before. Church, do you think there's no man in this, in this nation? There is. So why would you accept to say I'm broke? It's a way of thinking. It's a way of thinking. There is. In fact, Andrew Fuller sent me a, a clip of uh, the US ambassador to Kenya. 
I think they, they last concluded the New York UN something on one of the meetings in the US, most likely it was one of the meetings in the US, talking about opportunities in Kenya. One opportunity after another in this nation. One after another. Good things are happening in this nation. But it will depend on the crowd you are hanging out with. Really. It depends on the crowd you are hanging out with. If all what you gather, I mean when you gather the crowd you are gathering or you are hanging out with Sina, Wametuaribu, Wametupora, Hawatujali, that's what you'll have. That's a wrong crowd. But if you hang out with us, <laughs> we'll teach you some good conversations. Abundance. Supply. Amen. Opportunities. In his light, you see light. There are opportunities in this nation. Are there bad things? They have always been there. Since Adam sinned, bad things have always been there. Bad people have always been there. But listen to this. In the midst of that, good people who are believing God, who are walking righteousness, are always there. There's always a remnant. But I'm telling you the truth. It's not some few is spreading all of our nation. Some good people rising up by faith and the walk of faith and declaring the will of God for our nation. There are good things that are happening in this nation. I tell you again, don't hang out with the 10 spies. Join, the, join us with Caleb and Joshua. Join us. Have lunch with us. Talk, about, talk with us. We'll let you know good things that are happening in this nation. Look at this. How many ministers have you seen so far now have come to Kenya? If there was no action in this nation, we think they would have been coming. What about the gathering? Like you see with this, this past week, the gathering in Kasaran. One of the last time we had such gatherings. I've been around for 50 years. I'm telling you, it doesn't happen of late. It's been a long time. In fact, I can say, most, uh, I can say authoritatively, from, I think even 2010 coming all the way to last year, there was nothing like that. It was a little bit there and there, here and there, in, in 2000, a bit of Pastor Benny Hinn and others coming, a little bit. I remember Prophetess Juanita Bynum, Bishop T.D. Jax, a little bit here and there, but it dwindled. There is a restoration and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that is taking place in our nation. Make sure you hang out with the right, with the right crowd. Amen. I almost say light cloud. <laughs> Excuse me. I had, I had a, a doctor, I mean doctor. Uh, yeah, doctor is okay. Okay, he's telling me Dr. Daniel Joga. <laughs> but, but, but he said... Uh, he said there's a saying in Kikuyu about uh, the, the, the what? 
The end, you said what? Oh yeah, the tree, you turn it over when it is, uh, you know, young and all that. I thought, no, 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 that's not from Kikui. That came from the ocean this other side. <laughs> Samaki Mkunje Akiwam Beach. <laughs> that's not from Central. <laughs> now you are awake. <laughs> You think that came from Kijaga, Brother Francis? No, oh, oh. no, no. That's from the coast. Huh? They, 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 my wife says they didn't have the samaki. So Kamau thought, I need to think. How? I've been in Mombatha. I need to think now how I'm going to to be able to express this to my people. So he said the tree. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Yeah. Praise God. Anyway, that's the times of refreshing. You need to laugh. Amen. Sometimes people think they don't laugh in church. <laughs> but listen, that they're very important, really. Power of association in this season. Hang out with the right people. People speak faith. People declare the will of God. Listen, this is not anti-government or pro-government. This is concerning your life. This is concerning your destiny. And that's what we need to be able to, to be speaking. God wants Again, I'm going to repeat some things. I was telling Pastor Kalawata minister on this past, uh, past week, and she said, you need to say it over and over again. I said, yeah, I'm going right there. In fact, in fact, before I told her I ministered, she started telling me this, you know, times of refreshing. She started talking about times of refreshing. I kept quiet. She talked, and she talked about that, and the tongue. I said, that's exactly what I spoke about this past Sunday. So the times of refreshing are here. They are now. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, and, and you can listen to the message I spoke this past Wednesday. It is associated with strength to do God's will. Amen. Strength to do God's will. So if you've not been experiencing strength, you've been feeling weak, receive strength to do God's will. Receive strength to do his purposes. Receive strength even in your physical body. Amen. Strength. The scripture says in Ephesians 3, uh, 3 from verse 14, that you may be strengthened with might by his spirit in our inner man. I speak that strength. I declare that strength. I speak that strength over you in the name of Jesus. Strength to do the will of God. Strength to say no to the will of the devil. Yes. Strength to say no to temptations. Yes. Yeah, there's some of you, exactly that. Strength to say no to temptations yes. and to walk in that path, the ancient paths of the will of God for your life. Strength for all. Yes. You have strength to wage a good warfare. I speak the strength in the name of Jesus. Strength to do the will of God, to wage a good warfare. Yes. Father, thank you for 
You give strength to your people. And thank you for the release of strength. As we enter into the Feast of Tabernacles, thank you, Father, that your presence is bringing strength. There's someone who wanted to quit even this week. And I sense like has something to do with the, uh, either a job or something you've been doing. And you say, this is my last week. God says, no, you need strength. You need strength. You need strength to rise up and say, I'm moving forward. That's not his will for you to back off. It's his will for you to make progress, to go forward. I speak strength in the name of Jesus over God's people. And I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. He wants to breathe his life into yours that you may be refreshed. Let's look at that word again, refresh. Refresh is restore strength. Are you seeing it again? Restore strength. Restore strength. And another word is revival. You keep hearing of revival. Revival. Begins with you, begins with you, is revived. You have strength to do God's will. You, are, you have strength to do God's will. Another word from the Miriam, uh, Miriam Webster's dictionary is renovate. Renovate. To restore or maintain by renewing supply, which is the word replenish. You are replenished, you are restored. Strength, glory to God. Ooh, hallelujah, strength. Let's go to Psalm 18, then I'll finish still, uh, not finish preaching, but finish what I just began saying. The preaching is not it. <laughs> Psalm 18, I so good. <clears throat> Don't forget about strength. That's why you need to be saying, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We went to Mount Kilimanjaro and, and then uh, uh, Eunice Cavere says that she kept hearing me saying I'm strong in the Lord and she didn't know it was a scripture. <laughs> then she said, that's what she said. She didn't realize it was a scripture. Then she started saying it. One time, I think that was just that day, then the night we are summiting, it was rough. I thought you were going to say amen, Deacon Yvonne, how rough it was. It was rough. And Eunice Kaveri, you know, we had agreed some things remain in the mountain, but the time, time has gone, so this, they, <laughs> they, they need to come down. <laughs> Not remain too, for too long up there. They, those things need to come down here. But anyway, uh, she was so tired. So at some point, she came to the tent. She came after me. And I was waiting for my tent to be pitched. And she was crying. I, was it you or Duncan? I said, please go talk to her. Is she okay? Is it you, Duncan? I said, please talk to her. Is she okay? And she said she had a reflection. I thought, my goodness, what, why did I bring these ladies up here? <laughs> she said she had had revelation. She kept saying, I'm strong in the Lord, I'm strong in the Lord, and the Lord revealed something to her, and she felt 
strength. That by the time she was reaching now at the base camp, she was just crying. Because, of, because she experienced the power of God even in her physical body. And actually she gave me a testimony of what happened after God spoke to her while she was walking up. I'm not saying that you have to go to the mountain to, 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 for God to speak to you. But I'm telling you, in some difficult things, even in the physical body, if you pay attention not to the physical body, but you pay attention to the Holy Spirit, he will strengthen you. He will speak to you. He will direct you. He will transform things in your life. Don't look for easy things. Depend on God's grace even in the difficult things for him to, to lead you and guide you. If this work was easy, everyone could have been doing it. But it's not easy. But listen to this. He paid the price that we don't go through sufferings. But what he went through, we receive it by faith to conquer whatever the enemy will bring against our lives. Now listen to this in verse, verse, verse 8, Psalm 18 verse 1. I will love you Oh, Lord, my what? Come on now. I will love you, oh, Lord, my strength. It's refreshing. has a lot to do with strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. A rock is strong. He didn't say the Lord is my mattress. Huh? The Lord is my rock. Rock is strong and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, what? My strength in whom I will trust. Amen. My God, my strength. Say, God is my strength. God is my strength. Why do I rise up every day doing the will of God? Because God is my strength. And I'm not going to depend on my strength to do his will. I'm going to depend on his strength because God is my strength and he strengthens me to do his will. So that refreshing has a lot to do with God's strength in you to do his will. It takes strength to do God's will. That's why he says even to the weak, say, I'm strong. Because you can't do it in weakness. Apostle Paul said that even when I'm weak, I am strong. That his, his power may, may, may be made perfect in my weaknesses. It takes strength to do God's will. My God, my strength in whom I will trust. My shield and horn of my salvation. My what? My stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so I shall be, shall I be saved from my enemies. Now look at this going down there. Verse 28. For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my, my, my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop. Now with some, if you can run, you can't even think about a troop. <laughs> but he says, by you, I can run again as a troop. My, by my God, I can leap over a wall. Hindrances. Remember Psalm 92, the one we spoke about? You senior citizens? By my God. Not by my age. By my God. 
I can leap over a wall. <laughs> Amen. Have you noticed grandmothers, even when they are seated down, they can't do much. They can, they can use their words to whip the young ones who are misbehaving. They use their authority, come here now. If you run away, you know grandmother still her words will arrest you. And as a child, you still go to grandmother. Do you know grandmother cannot run, but her words are strong? Come over here. My God. He says, by you I can run against a troop. By my God, I can leap over all. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. Church, the word of the Lord is proven. He's a shield to all who trust in him. Church, it doesn't matter what is happening in our nation. He's our shield to all who trust in him. That's what I'm saying again. Hang out with those who trust God. Hang out with those who trust God. For who is God except the Lord? What does he say? Who is a rock except our God? Let's read verse 32 together. It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. It is God who arms me with strength. I love that. Every day, church, think about God's strength. That's why I really encourage you, and most likely we're going to look at that, to read that Ephesians chapter 3 from verse 14. Say it. Believe it. It's God who arms you with his strength. It takes strength to do God's will. That's why don't allow yourself to just be lazy. Lazy Christians don't do much. They say there's a lion on the road. I can't wake up, there's a lion on the road. Lazy Christians don't do much. I don't know about you. I've never gone wrong by waking up early. Even when I didn't feel like but as long as I put one leg on the floor and another one follows, even if we wake up in installments, but you chose to be out of bed, <laughs> there's something that happens inside of you. You've conquered the first, the first one, the blanket. <laughs> Serious. Youth, if you want really to make it, you have to be an early riser. There's something that happens with being an early riser. And sometimes we've had even a going out to the mountain. He's my hiking buddy, uh, uh, Brother Duncan over here. And sometimes I say, what time are we meeting? I'll pick you up at 3.30. Oh, okay. 3.30, now it doesn't happen every day, you understand? So I'm not telling you, say, pastor wakes up at 3.30 every day, ask Tina. <laughs> But listen, he says, I'll pick you up at 3.30. There is no way I'll go to the mountain before taking time in prayer because God is my priority. So that means, actually, I'll wake up at 2 a.m. To climb a mountain, I'll never do that. That's upon you. It's us. And we enjoy it. And we love it. God even works when you are climbing mountains. I get messages even climbing up mountains. But then that means I'll wake up at two. Think of when the time we left his house to come to mine. 
We can ask Rita that one. And then he comes, picks me up, and we leave at 3.30. Now what does that mean? That takes strength. Just think about me sleeping at 3.30 and then uh, the deacon has come to the compound. And I tell the guard, tell him to wait for the next one hour. He may leave church. <laughs> no, just <laughs> but, but look at this. It takes strength to do anything of any worth. It takes strength. For God, he says, he arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. Look at verse 3. He makes my feet like the feet of deer. Anyone? Have you ever seen what a, what a deer does? Have you ever seen a deer dragging his feet? No, no, no. No, that's what he does. He, he, he does what? He makes my... You think, you think if you, you are not active and lazy, you think you can do this? Do I tell you all of you to stand up? You try? Oh, I know the strength here, so you'll do it. You'll jump higher. Some of you, because you are Masai, not because you are... You are the Holy Ghost is feeding you. But, <laughs> but look at this. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on my high places. What does it take to walk in high places? Strength. God's strength. It takes, it takes that. How would you think of being a president of a nation and you have many people attacking you? Every day. Some media channels criticizing every decision that you make and the way you dress and the way your wife dresses. If she makes a mistake, the children every day. Do you know what that takes? Strength. So until you become a president, don't cry criticizing him all the time. Just think about that. It takes strength in leadership. It takes strength to move into high places. And look at verse 34. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. I thought you were going to shout. That's strength. That your arms can bend a bow of bronze. Look at this, verse 39. Let's say it together, verse 39. For you have armed me with what? Strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rise up against me. Strength for battle. It takes that. So listen this. In this season, the season of refreshing, expect God's strength for him to strengthen you to walk in high levels of his will that you've never experienced before. Again, I'll say, and then I'll say it in another way, to walk in high levels of influence that you have not walked in before. Do you know what that means? Promotion. In strength, there is promotion. What was David relying on when he went before Goliath? He was relying on God's strength. Strength was coming out because of covenant that he had with God. And what did he bring to him? Promotion. He's the one who wrote this Psalm 18, God giving him strength. Verse 46, 
quickly. I don't want to spend more time, so much time there. But the Lord lives. Blessed be what? My rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the people under me. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. Great deliverance he gives to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forevermore. And Jesus is a seed of David and we are in Christ and we are those people that God shows mercy to. Amen. Amen. Look at this, what, what strength is associated with praises, thanksgiving. Let me read a statement that Pastor Carla made some, some weeks ago. <clears throat> and read it the way she says, many of the failure of God's people to receive is because they do not practice thanksgiving. So that refreshing strength comes from the presence of God. How do we enter into his presence? With what? Thanksgiving and into his cause with praise. So if you, you expect in terms of refreshing, remember the, the terms of refreshing are coming from the presence of the Lord, then you have to be conscious of his presence. And one thing that you have to practice is thanksgiving. Praise and worship. Thanksgiving. And much of it will be, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Thanksgiving. Remember, it's in the Feast of Tabernacles from Day of Atonement, which is beginning this evening, and then you go into the Feast of Tabernacles, which is actual rejoicing and celebration. Why is that so? The Feast of Tabernacles was during the children of Israel when they were in the wilderness, God's presence was with them all the time. Pillar of fire by, by night and the day during the day like a cloud. What does God say? He inhabits the praises of Israel. Or inhabits the praises of his people. What will thanksgiving in this season, praise and worship, it will provoke God's presence to be around you, whatever you do. And what does he do? Like, like the word that I spoke, some utterance in the, in the earlier, after, during the time of transition. What will that do? It's an open heaven. It's an open heaven. God's presence coming around you. Like the song we just sang, when that God's presence is around you, what follows is favor. It opens door. His presence opens door. Show me one door that God cannot enter through or go through. Show me any person that can resist God's presence. That's why that attitude of thanksgiving is so important for you to walk in that presence, to have that presence of God around you, that you can walk through doors, doors, one after another. 
doors one after another. Why? Because of his presence. In that first Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, rejoice always. Rejoice always. Tell me, just, just wait a little bit. So you are telling me now is not part of always. Okay? 1207, is it part of always? Yes. All right. So what does the Bible say? Rejoice always. <laughs> Rejoice always. Rejoice always. Praise God. Always. When things seem to be so difficult, don't wait until that time. Practice rejoicing. You know, you can't say I'm going with the, to the mountain and someone say, when was the last time even you did any exercise? Ten years ago, but I'm fit. I'm not going such person. They've not been practicing. So how do we enter into the things of God? We have to practice what? Thanksgiving. How do we enter into his presence? We must practice thanksgiving so that we may practice his presence and his presence will open doors for us and bring us to high places of his will. It takes practice. Do, do you know why an example, a person like Helen Kalegi on Sunday that the services begin and she comes at the front? Do you know the difference between you and her? She practices. Are you quiet? <laughs> if you do this the whole week and see yourself here, it doesn't matter who deacon who elder looks at you or pastor. <laughs> no, they're just kidding. But if you practice that way, you'll come in the, the next week and you'll just get into it. You just... You've been practicing God's presence. What about when you come to church and you find some people can clap, some clap this way? That's practice and what actual that is, church, in reality, is lack of strength. Lack of inner strength. While the person standing next to you is... Um, Then at, at some point, they can move a bit of shoulders. Why, why is that? So? It's practice. It's practicing God's presence. You can't be that, that they, really. You can't be so, what do I call it? Steve, if you're being in the presence of God. We, we went for a wedding yesterday. Uh, Tina and I went to a wedding in an in Anglican church. And the, 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 the Anglican priest plays a guitar, but he's just dancing, you know, just over there. Uh, and I almost tell, told the lady who was standing next to me that here we can't dance more because the, the space is so narrow. No, the pews, not the, the pews. So I, I couldn't even, even if I wanted. You know, really, you, do you feel that way? You know, and the, the song they are singing, to meta, futa, kote, I'm thinking, kote, kote, where? <laughs> Really, I felt like, my goodness, I'm restrained here. Hey, if you've been practicing his presence, let me tell you something, church. Let me tell you something. 
you'll be light. Your body will feel light. You realize you want to do something. Why is that so? Provoke it with thanksgiving. Not what you feel, but thanksgiving. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Look at verse 18. In everything, how many things? Everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So whatever you are facing, start practicing thanksgiving. That's God's presence around you. And it's a favor to open doors for you. His presence will open those doors for you. Maybe for one or two, three people, people, you've complained long enough, now start practicing Thanksgiving. You've been mourning for a long time, start now practice Thanksgiving. It lifts your spirit up to do God's will. All right, let's see, I have some few moments here. Another word for that, that uh, replenish, another word is uh, recharge. Recharge. Have you noticed when your phone is almost going off? It starts giving signals. Especially the cheaper the phone, the more signals it gives. (laughs) (laughs) Our our brother was telling me, has a small phone, and and he lost his his good phone, so I, I found him with a small, very small, small. I asked him, can that receive uh, an M-Pesa of 10,000? <laughs> Seriously, that's what I asked. Then, then him, you know, he's cutting. He said, send 200,000. You'll notice I'll withdraw it. <laughs> Just so, but I'm telling you that thing is in the pocket. When someone is calling, it makes a lot of noise. <laughs> I don't know about you. I've gone to... to you know, rural areas, especially mamas, they usually have the lo- loudest of, of, noise, of, of phones. Gee, man, good Lord. And, and the way they do, I don't know, if you've tried to go to one of those village meetings and there are many mamas, they usually have phones which are so noisy. And if you see them, they are tiny things. I don't know, those Chinese people have done wonders. Anyway. But recharged, recharged. You need your, to be recharged. When do you charge your phone? Oh, this is the point I wanted to say. He said, this phone can keep the charge for seven days. He told me actually that. How much is it? 2,000. I bought it, I think 2,500. It can keep the, the charge for seven days. I said, man, can it receive 10,000 MPs? I said, send 200. I will show you how to withdraw it. (laughs) Recharged. That is the point of recharging. It's recreate. I like this one. Refreshing. Refreshing. That's what God's presence does. You'll be refreshed. You'll be regenerated, church. A regeneration. You'll be rejuvenated. You'll be what? Renewed. You remember Isaiah 40, verse 31? For they that wait upon the Lord. Why is that so? For his presence. Meditation, pondering, staying there and worshiping him. 
They shall what? Mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not go weary. Let's go there to Isaiah 40 quickly. I really believe God wants you strong in this season for the things that he wants to do through you and in you. In you and through you. It will take strength to move into the next level of your life. Of God's will in your life. Look at this in verse verse 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth. He neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases what? Have you not known? What does that mean? God wants to increase strength. It takes strength to do God's will. Where does that strength come from? God's presence. Some of the attributes that you, or some of the things that you need to practice is thanksgiving, praise and worship to experience that presence. He, he, go back there, please. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Go to the next one. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Ha, 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 ha. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. It's like God telling you, run, run, run. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Is that all? Yeah, they shall walk and not faint. Even the youth shall faint and be oriented. The young men shall, fa- shall utterly fall because, listen this, this kind of youths and this kind of young men, they are depending on their strength. But when you are waiting on the Lord, you are depending on his strength. You are depending on his strength. Now, his strength will do this, will mount you up with wings. You'll mount up with wings like eagles. Higher. Are you seeing high levels require what? Strength. You'll mount up with wings like eagles. Higher and higher and higher and higher. And when the wind comes, you know what to do as an eagle. And then say, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God giving his people strength. He gives to his people strength. Another word for that is uh, regenerate, rejuvenate, renew, repair. And you know it's not every place you want to take your things for repair. Huh? Come on now. <laughs> I took, I took some, something that really like, like I've had it for 20, since 2017. Uh, it's a Bluetooth speaker. If this uh, uh, person listening, they'll, they'll tell I wasn't happy. And, and it was just changing the battery. And I like those good speakers, this boss speaker. 
and, and uh, it was just changing the battery. I told Pastor Maxwell, bring a battery from me, uh, you know, and he's coming from Germany, and he brought that battery. So there's a way, if I went on YouTube, which I'd send this individual on YouTube because he doesn't deal with those speakers, if I went on YouTube myself, I could have done it. But I don't have time to concentrate on all those things, really. So I, I gave him. No, I told him, I follow the instructions on that YouTube. He said, no, I really don't have to follow that. I said, follow that instruction. You know, you know, you know, pastor, follow that instruction there. He didn't follow. He finished. He couldn't come on. He kept turning it on. He couldn't. He said, I'm so sorry. I could have followed your instruction. As I may not know everything about electrical and all these things you do, but I have the wisdom of God inside of me, knowing I'm a man of the book. You follow the instructions, it will turn out right. I pursue this Bible. I pursue this word. If you follow the instruction given by a manufacturer, it will turn out right. Anyway, my speaker has been off since then. Tomorrow will be a week. Apologies a thousand times do not make it right. Pastor, did you forgive him? Yeah. But I had two speakers. I wanted him to clean the other one. I picked it up and returned. <laughs> Seriously. And really, it's hours, my hours on a Monday when I'm supposed to rest. So I had this one. I said, fix this one, change the battery. And this one I want to, it's being, I've not opened for some time. Just clean it, dust it, and all that. Fine. <laughs> when that one died, <laughs> I picked the rest. <laughs> Took it back to the room. I thought, you're not going to touch my speaker anymore. Why was I saying all that now? <laughs> Repair, yeah. So, <laughs> this is what it means. You better know who you're going to for repair. But in this one, it's from the presence of the Lord. Don't you know that you'll fix your life so good? Listen, in fact, he doesn't have spare parts. He makes you real new. He, gave, he made you a new creation. He will do exactly that. Another one quickly is restore. So I'm really, I'm not, I haven't stopped believing. I haven't heard from him for days. I'm believing for my speaker. Oh, I like it. That's little speaker I carry in places I go to. I go to the office, you know, go to a hotel and you put it there and listen to my messages and music and all that. It will not die. It's been resuscitated. Amen. Repair, restore, resuscitate, revitalize, revive, and the other one is revivify. That's a new English word you can use. I'm revivified. Are you the one who used vamoose? Man, I thought, when the last time I had vamoose? Young people don't know what vamoose is. <laughs> so I say, wind up. Remember, it's God's presence that refreshing is going to come from God's presence. So you must practice his presence. Let's go to Psalm 95 quickly. I'm winding up. 
if you are truly entering into God's presence, there'll be a heart of repentance. There'll be a heart of repentance. There's no way I can be ugly to people, say what I want to say to them, and think I'll be in God's presence. Your words, my words, and your words matter. Your words and my words matter. If you're carrier of God's presence. Just Psalm 95, please. <clears throat> oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. I thought you were going to go, hallelujah. Ooh. Mm. I thought we were going to do some singing. Let me try it again. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. So good to hear those joyful noises. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he says, let us shout joyful to the rock of our salvation. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's our strength. And what follows next? Look at this. Let us come before his presence with what? <laughs> Hallelujah. The days of refreshing coming from where? His presence. But how do you enter into his presence? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let us shout joyfully to him with the Psalms. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, praise God. Why is that so, church? Look at verse 3. For the Lord is a great God and the great king above all gods. In his hand are deep places of the earth, the heights of the hills are his also, the sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. And then he looks this, oh come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. He is our God. And we are the people of his pastor and the sheep of his hand. And today, if you'll hear his voice in his presence, you'll hear his voice. In his presence, expect to hear. Days of refreshing, to hear. Adjusting our way of doing things, adjusting the way you've been approaching this, adjusting our thinking, taking us to new levels of His will and His purposes. In His presence, you'll hear. But when you hear, be quick to obey. Do not harden your, your hearts as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness. When your father tested me, they tried me, though they saw my works. For 40 years, I was grieved with that generation and said, It's a people who go astray in their hearts and they do not know my ways. So I saw in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. The presence of God was with them all through. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3 and 4, because of unbelief, they could not enter into the promises of God. Well, how did you see that unbelief demo being demonstrated? We see that in, in Numbers chapter 13. When they started saying things contrary to God's word. They will not agree with God. You cannot walk with someone until, unless you're in agreement. Amos 3.3 says that. Can two walk together unless they're, they're in agreement? Unless they agree, you walk with a person if you have the same language. You talk the same words. What is his presence? It's God himself. Walking with you and being in you. It's God himself. So what is important there is for you to be, to acknowledge him wherever you go. I 
I'm with God. I'm with God. Remember, we, we're entering now in the Feast of Tabernacles. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm, I'm, I'm finishing. I'm winding up. For sure. Yeah, for sure. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. Now, this is being used so much concerning a, a sister who's about to get married, uh, saying that he's going to get married to a, a man who's not born again. And then they usually say, do not be an equally yoked sister. That's right. It's okay. But look at this verse 14. It says, do not be an equally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? His presence, remember, is what? Righteousness. His presence is what? Light. And what accord has Christ with Belial, which is devil, the devil, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? Now, don't go to the other ditches and say, oh, I don't talk to unbelievers. How, in fact, if there's any season that we're entering, I'll be speaking some things in weeks coming up, is season of leading people to the Lord. His presence is bringing his people to salvation. And I literally, I'm going to, to speak, share with you some things about how you can easily lead a believe, an unbeliever to the Lord. Because even some believers don't know. And then he said, oh, what communion has light with darkness, or what accord has Christ with Belial, and what part has a believer with unbeliever? Verse 16. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Remember, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, for you are the temple of the living God. What do you expect in his temple? His presence. I want you to start meditating on that church. I'm God's temple. Think about it. Say it. Meditate. Until and focus on not out there inside. God lives in you. The Bible says he's come and tabernacled with us. In us. He lives in us. Think of that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. What will you receive? Strength. Strength to do his will. You're not looking for God outside there. God is within you. He's in you. Now look at this. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are, you are the temple of the living God. And God has said, I will dwell. Come on, say it. I will dwell in them and walk among them. And I'll be their God and they shall be my people. It's the season of his presence, God indwelling us. And listen to this, we want the increase of the manifestation of his presence. I've been meditating on this. Uh, I won't go into that because of time. I've been meditating on that. Of I'm joined with the Lord, I'm one spirit with him. You can't look at the face of my master Jesus without going down. And he's the one looking through you. Amen. He's the one looking through you. You know how many times I've had, you know, like someone who's 
as demons and tell them, look at, look at my face, say, no, I can't. <laughs> remember one screaming. I remember one time screaming until, until uh, some people left the sanctuary come to Australia. Scream, say, I can't look at your face, you're burning me. I say, yeah. His eyes are flames of fire. Can I give you a tip of what to do in life? That's why when you are talking to people, look at them in the eyes. Even when you go to the interview, young people, look at them in the eyes. Don't say like, I did be a. <laughs> so which college did you go to? That college. They won't take you. Look at them with the eyes, not with squinting eyes, but draw from that life within you and look at the person. What about a wicked person? Look at them in the eyes. Look at them in the eyes. Those wicked spirits will leave them. Look at them with strength from within you. He said, no, you can't. Oh, you're not wicked, but I'm giving you an example. He said, no, you can't do that to me. Um, 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 yeah? And I have authority in the name of Jesus. Person, if you, you sense weakness, don't look anywhere. Look at that person's eyes. And if you sense they are charging against you, you tell that devil. You tell that devil, God lives, it dwells me. God lives inside of, inside of me. You will not do that to me. You ever seen devils leaving? You'll see them leave. Oh, I surrender. I surrender. Take whatever you want to do. Now, that's upon you. But it takes charging. <laughs> Seriously, it takes charging. But you have to be, listen, you have to practice it. You can't start saying, oh, I bind you, I bind you, devil, I bind you, devil, I bind you, devil. If you've not been practicing, you won't experience any, any deliverance. Ah, you went quiet. I will dwell in them, I walk among them, I'll be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, look at this, come out from among them, that is repentance, actual, and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I'll be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Almighty God. Come out among them. De-associate yourself from anything unclean. That involves ungodly soul ties. Some maybe cycles of a person you wanted to come out of a relationship. You know the relationship is ungodly, but you've not been able to come out, receive God's strength today. And you break it off completely. And you realize that man or that woman does not control my life anymore. I'm, I'm finally free. Start up on your feet, please. Did you hear that? That's the word of the Lord for you. Some people hear that you've not been able to disconnect yourself from ungodly relationships. You realize no more. Today you have the grace. Today you have the strength to say no to that relationship, to say no to that ungodly relationship. And you say, oh God, I'm free now. I'm free now. Come on, team. Come over here, please. Praise God. Will you just, let's, let's create some atmosphere here and just worship Him. Just worship Him. Just worship Him. 
Father, thank you for the release of strength. There's someone you have been delivered from fear, the spirit of fear. I bind it in the name of Jesus and cast it out of you. Yeah, it just left you. You felt a different presence coming upon you, and that's the presence of God. You have felt the presence of fear all around you. That power of the enemy is broken, and that spirit of fear has left you. Receive your freedom. Father, may your presence be so real upon your people's lives. As you go through into this day of atonement, humbling ourselves even for our nation and for, for the nations of the world, for the outpouring of your spirit, because, Father, the earth and all its fullness belongs to you. And those who dwell therein are yours. So we give you permission. Because the heavens and the heavens belong to you and the earth you've given to the children of men. We give you permission, Father, to touch hearts of men, to turn them to you in true repentance and to be restored to you. We bind blindness. We bind deafness. We bind hardness of heart, hardness of heart. And we lose the pouring of your spirit upon our nation and upon the nations of the world. Father, may this season be so real that your presence will surround your people. Thank you, Father. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The things that are happening right now in our midst, just give Him these few moments here things that are happening right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Master. Thank you for divine impartation. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Thank you. The people right now, you're, you're experiencing peace. Peace, peace. Peace, 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 his peace, not our peace, his peace. And thank you, Father. Praise God. 